0: hello and welcome to helios blog my name is helios here for another reaction video today jordan peterson talks about what secretly attracts women to men let's get into it the reason she's alone is because she's difficult
1: women are not accepting the bare minimum
0: women fuck men they respect
1: all the women who say things like i'm strong independent i don't need no man like y'all impress me
0: women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear
1: a billion wicked thoughts that was written by a bunch of engineers at Google and they were looking at billions of search billions of Google searches and you know there's no shortage of pornography on the internet And and there's much less by proportion than there was when the internet was first invented and it's so interesting because it actually turned out that one of the things that drove the development of the internet and the technology was the proclivity of young men to search out sexually provocative images. That was what was at the forefront of the development of the NETS. What a surprise. Interesting. They were motivated to use it for that purpose, and that provided the platform from which it emerged. Amazing. Anyways, the Google engineers looked at pornographic search processes and then segregated male searches from female searches. And what they found was that the male searched out images. Surprise, surprise. No one, no one considers that. You know, particularly interesting, but the females searched out literary representations of pornography. It was
0: yup. So girls like uh, reading, reading uh, that bedroom fun stuff, like uh, smut type type uh, thing, written.
1: and So I can give you an example of that. If you know about Harlequin romances, right. does everybody still know about those? Anybody not know about those? Okay, well they're mass market romances and of, of a very stereotypical type. And uh, the original ones were pretty harmless in, in terms of no violence and no real sexual content.
0: Yeah, the Harlequin romances are like this. Basically, the trope is like Disney, right? Normal average girl gets with Chad, effectively, right? And and Chad can come in many forms, you know, the prince, he can be the the cowboy, he can be the you know, the alien, he can be the the werewolf, the vampire, he can be the superhero, all kinds of stuff like this, right? He can be a demigod or what have you. That's Harlequin romance, right? Effectively. Pirate. I'm missing something, I'm sure. But that's the idea, right? The man that other men want to be and other women want to be with, average girl gets with him. Like Fifty Shades of Grey. Type of thing. Obviously, Fifty Shades of Grey is a much more explicit version of the Harlequin romance, but it's the same trope effectively every time.
1: But that was 40 years ago, and they've differentiated tremendously, and now there's hardcore right. Harlequin romances and with particularly garish covers, and then there's the old, you know, more tame, basic, sexless, and aggressionless romances where everything is implied and not explicit but the explicit ones exist so they did a plot analysis of the typical right pornographic right, right, right female fantasy
0: well and it was so it's so comical because in... okay i i already told you what my prediction is because it has everything to do with female nature and i'll get into it after the shilling hit the like hit the subscribe hit all the notifications drop me a donation like hunter Ram, adrian R., and tom M buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks, go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash theheliosblog, shilling is done. So I already said what my prediction is, which is that it's average normal girl gets with Chad. That's the basic plot. Let's Let's see if I'm right.
1: Engineers did this and social scientists would never do this because they'd be probably too concerned about the ethics of it or some damn thing but engineers you know they'll just plow ahead with no concern whatsoever for such things and they actually discover things that way and so they discovered the basic plot of the female pornographic literary product and they identified so basically what happened was that a innocent well-meaning and attractive young woman encounters a male who's a bit of a monster that's right monster there's five types of classic male monster for all you males who want to know this is what you can become vampire yeah that's a good one werewolf yeah billionaire pirate and surgeon
0: there you go oh i forgot about surgeon okay all right yeah so literally uh you know shows like what like Grey's anatomy or obviously twilight um there's what uh 50 shades of gray uh, what am I missing? Um, billionaire? I got that. Vampire? Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean? What am I missing? A werewolf? Still Twilight. Um, yeah. Superhero is another one, I'm sure. Okay, so that's
1: very interesting because, well, first of all, there's a dominance thing. There's a. Now, you're actually blushing. You know, you're actually <laughs> blushing about that. That's very, very funny. So... <laughs> Sorry to point it out, but it's so comical, you know. Pirate, vampire. Oh, that oh pirate, it. I forgot. What about all these damn vampire shows? Right right, 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 right. They're so popular online. They're so popular on Netflix. Oh, yes. And then there's the werewolf. There's nothing sexier than a werewolf, apparently. But I mean, so there's predatory do- There's predatory dominance.
0: That's- yeah, it's like, the. Uh, what is the point? Let, let me, let me uh, boil it down for you, because it's actually very cool. The point is this. Women want a man that other men want to be and other women want to be with, right? They want a beast man, a man who's able to destroy the, the animals, the, the dangers out there. But the way for a man to destroy the dangers out there is to be a bit of a danger himself. That's the point. You can't be a nice guy and be able to destroy the evils of the world. And that's the point.
1: It's implicit in that, right? With the billionaire, it's more abstract, but clearly that's an indication of very high success in the male dominance hierarchy. So, but there's this desire for aggression that's in that, a real aggression, right? And it's not surprising to me, to me at all. It makes perfect sense. But the basic plot is that the woman encounters this mysterious and aggressive male
0: and tames him. Ah, right, I, f- I forgot about the taming part. So what is the point of the taming? So the man being that successful archetype, we've already discussed it, is he has good genetics, right? So she can get the good genes from that guy. And the point, the point of the taming the guy is she gets the provisioning. She gets him all to herself. That's the point. And it doesn't come easily. She has to work for it. She has to fight for it. She has to fight to get Chad. To commit notice Chad is about his own success his dominance his ability to to be a winner in the dominance hierarchy that's what Chad's about and she's about taming Chad for the benefit of herself and her children that's the point guys that's the female hero myth right 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 tell. that's the female hero myth is chasing capturing chad and keeping him and convincing chad to commit only to her beauty and the beast exactly
1: it's beauty and the beast right so it's because well there's no fun in taming someone who's already indeed tamed. and what makes you think you really want someone who's tame anyways? indeed there's no interest in that's that. right plus when chaos manifests itself What makes you think that someone tame is going to be good for anything? Right. And it's a real question. And so that aggression is absolutely vital. It's absolutely necessary. But because it's incredibly dangerous, which of course it is, it has to be civilized. And so what happens is that the archetypal female in these pornographic romances seduces and tames the aggressive male.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Literally. Seduces and tames... And not only tames him, but gets him to only want to be with her. Only. And here's what's funny. These guys, like in 2023, right? These guys, these archetypal males, they have so many options that when the girl tries to tame them, they just can't. Right? And they don't understand what they need to do to tame them. Because in these books, the girl doesn't have to do anything right? And that's the point. Before, women used to teach each other, how How do I tame Chad? Fair, feminine, cooperative, bedroom fun, loyal, submissive, add value, right? And when I say add value, I mean cook, clean, be pleasant, dress feminine, and so on. Go out of your way to please your man. Do things that he likes for his express pleasure. These are like most women have lost this ability in 2023 and there needs to be a renaissance of that as well and that's her
1: encounter with chaos of course females they're more complicated and that's exactly how it is and it's no wonder because their their lives are more complicated as a woman i have fantasies about bad boys is this something i need to mature out of or realize in my sex life in different ways well i can't say for sure because i don't know anything about your sex life and I don't know anything about the fantasies. I would say, however, that you know it's not that easy to maintain sexual interest on a continuously rewarding basis across long spans of time, say, with the same partner. Now, maybe it's not that easy to maintain it, period. You know, as we age, say. Fantasy can provide pointers to overcome that proclivity for the deterioration of sexual interest. I remember reading... I think it was in Raymond Carver, uh, whose works I love a detective, he wrote wrote the greatest of detective novels, uh, Private Eye really. Um, No, it was Raymond Chandler, sorry, Raymond Chandler. He talked about the beauty industry and the fashion industry and the hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars that people spend on that enhancing sexual interest and came to the conclusion that it was all worth it because it's difficult to do. It's difficult to pull beauty into sexuality. It's difficult for each of us to maintain our attractiveness to other people. It's difficult under many circumstances to maintain being attracted. Well, so you have these fantasies and that's the part of you that has a proclivity towards sexual gratification, trying to make what it needs and wants known to you. And I would say incorporating that into your sex life is probably the best bet, your best bet. And
0: so those are fantasy so what he's saying is uh incorporate the the thing well yeah of course so how can you actually let me let me boil this down because he's being like very esoteric how do you as a man main get and keep the attention of a girl or multiple girls or every girl you've ever wanted right or you know the, the archetype of women that you're interested in. Because, you know, maybe one specific girl that's of the archetype you're interested in isn't interested in you, but it's not really a big deal because you care about the group, not an individual. What you need to do is you need to be the kind of man that other men want to be and the kind of man that other women want to be with. So you have to be physically fit. You have to get your money up. You have to, you know, dress stylish And you have to have a masculine temperament. We're not smiling all the time. We're, you know, good posture. And we're not weak. And when I say we're not weak, I mean shoulders square. When we're not smiling at everyone. We're not presenting ourselves as an easy target. We're we're trained in the physical realm to be able to fight the dangers of the world. You need to be that. Because that's actually how you do it. You do it through that to being a competitive, attractive, successful man. That's how you maintain interest. And then your girl who's with you understands that you are the archetype that women are attracted to and knows that other women are interested in you and knows that she has to work to keep you and then will have to put in that work because if she doesn't, she's going to lose you to a competition. That's the point time is much better spent on making yourself competitive successful versus chasing after women.
1: ...that you could hypothetically talk about with your partner, assuming that you have a partner that you could talk to about such things, and maybe that would free him or her up to talk about such things with you. And maybe your partner might be more interested in your fantasies and helping you along with them than you think. It also... Now, you also asked the question about immaturity... I think I would look for the wheat instead of throwing it all out as chaff to begin with. Indeed. Um, Take your cues from your fantasies. Now, I'm assuming that, you know, you do that in a relatively intelligent way and that it doesn't hurt you and it doesn't hurt the other person and that it's, uh, you know, there's mutual consent involved in all of those things that a wise person would do. But I wouldn't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And the reason for that is that if you have fantasies about something that you need sexually say and those aren't satisfied in your life they're not realized in your life then when the opportunity to realize them comes up in the form of the possibility of an affair let's say or a betrayal you're much more likely to be tempted in that direction than you would be if you had incorporated that into a broader conception
0: yeah so what jordan is talking about is this concept you need to pet the dog to keep him on the porch it's, it's really as simple as that. Rolo Tomasi put it really nicely. you got to pet the dog to keep him on the porch. So if you as a woman, if you want to keep a successful, competitive, strong man, you're going to have to do what he wants, especially in the bedroom. And if it's not happening, he will find someone who will. That's the problem. The problem is he has the options to be able to do that. So you need to understand that and head that off at the pass.
1: ...of what your sex life might be. So, you know, one way of maintaining satisfaction with a monogamous partner is to vary what you do with that partner. And if that variation is fueled by your mutual sexual fantasies, and then those fantasies are gratified, then one source of motivation to look elsewhere and potentially blow your whole life up, and that of your partner as well, while doing so, is ameliorated. Indeed. So, Eric Neumann, famous student of Jung, Carl Jung, said, "Don't pretend to be better than you are." Now, he didn't mean don't try to be a moral person, don't try to improve yourself or any of that. He meant don't lie about what you are and what you
0: want. And, you know, maybe you're Yeah, that's also Sun Tzu, right? "Know your know yourself and know your enemy and you'll be the victor of a thousand battles," right? You have to understand yourself and what you want and not be ashamed of it, right? I want to sleep with 50 girls. Okay, become the kind of man that 50 girls want to sleep with and you'll sleep with 50 girls, right? I want to be in a successful, strong relationship. Okay, be the kind of man that a woman can't lose. Provide so much value. In so many spheres, you cannot be replaced. Be so good, they can't throw you away. Because if they do, they lose more by throwing you away than they do by keeping you. That's the point. If you're a strong, competitive, attractive man, it is such a rare thing. You are gold. A girl will be an idiot to throw it away. And if she does, you have a line of girls after her immediately. Immediately. Or practically immediately.
1: You're ashamed of it. Well, maybe you should be, but maybe you shouldn't be. And I think those basic moral preconditions that I described earlier are met. Then you think about it as an elaborated
0: sexual game. There you go. All right. Uh, let's continue with this. Is there a healthy amount of jealousy that people should have in a relationship? Or does jealousy and insecurity only cause
1: more suffering and pain in a relationship
0: jealousy and insecurity are normal things jealousy and insecurity like well jealousy especially is a totally normal response for a man to have because men are territorial when it comes to women right so it's going to happen now if your girl actively promotes your jealousy to try and hurt you or control you, that's a huge problem. And it's going to have to be headed off at the pass, as I said before.
1: Well, I think there's a reasonable amount of proprietary interest, let's say. I mean, in a a classic monogamous relationship, a marriage, there's sexual fidelity as a crucial element of that. Yes, Um, And maybe you'll make an arrangement that differs from that, but... It's not easy to chart uncharted territory, like
0: right. Fundamentally, monogamous relation- so what is the point of a monog- monogamous relationship? OK? Here's the point. Man gives up having multiple girls as bedroom fund partners to parentally invest in a child. Woman gives up branch swinging to invest in a child. That's the point of a monogamous relationship. You stay together for the purpose of the stability and future of your children. That's the point. And if if the marriage breaks, your children actually get destroyed as a result. So both of your genes actually get destroyed if you don't stay together. So what that means is before you get into that arrangement, you need to be stable and strong and powerful and competitive before you get into that. Such that in the future situation is, you know, in as positive a light as it can be.
1: That, I mean, Mm. if you want to have an adventure like that with a partner, a monogamous adventure that also includes sexual exploration. Well, maybe you can pull it off, but I doubt it. It's really complicated. Let's say you're not having sexual exploration with other people and you're telling each other the truth and you're being honest. Is there room to be jealous or insecure? uh in that relationship, or it does does jealousy typically cause more harm than it does you know spice and good i guess I think jealousy probably causes more trouble than good, but that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with the proprietary interest
0: mm. yeah there's nothing there's nothing actually wrong with uh with jealousy because here's the thing. The reason why jealousy exists is because it prevents cheating. And cheating destroys relationships, especially if the girl cheats. This is why men are more likely to be aggressive and jealously aggressive. I think most, um, you know, an let's say, of one man to another is because of this kind of thing. You know, infidelity and and the husband, you know, does some bad stuff to, to the guy that did the infidelity. And that's a tale as all this time, of course.
1: Should you care if your partner pays undue attention to someone of the opposite sex they find attractive? You should. Well, probably you yes. should care. You might even say something about it. They might even be happy about that. Mm, right. right. Because it indicates that you noticed and that it matters to you. Now, I think it shades into jealousy when it's harmless interactions. It's interactions that would be regarded as harmless by a third-party observer. Uh,
0: Again, there is... I I believe I've already commented on this video before. There is no such thing. Men and women can't be friends. Can't. So if your girl has male friends that she's paying more attention to than, than you and she's texting them and you know keeping in touch with them and meeting with them one on one and so on yeah cheating is going to happen it's it's nearly guaranteed in such an arrangement so obviously you're going to want to prevent that sort of thing obviously because it's it's so destructive right to to your life
1: let's say i know that's a very difficult line to draw that are being magnified as a consequence of insecurity on the part of the observer, or there's envy where your partner is attracting attention, mm. status, success, any of those things, and you're jealous of that. That's not helpful. Uh-oh. You should be pleased. The optimal situation is for you to be pleased when your partner's successful,
0: of course. and that's um, you know, in the natural arrangement, right? Uh, between a man and a woman, the man is much more successful than the girl, and she is, you know, happy and supportive of the man that does that and the sacrifices that he he makes in order to have that success. Because no man of success has gotten it for free, unless you know he was lucky and born into a rich family. But in that case, it's not really that guy's success; it's more his father or grandfather's success. So. No man that has attained success has gotten it without work, without struggle, without sacrifice, without pain. No man. And for a woman to appreciate that sacrifice is huge, and most women don't, because they don't understand man's struggle. Mm. Um, I I don't think competitive couples...
1: I don't think competition between people who are in a monogamous relationship is useful, particularly. I agree. It's not zero-sum competition.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, you can d- compete in a game-like sense.
0: Right. Fun, you know, like, fun, playful competition, but not. not yeah, but not life. not existential
1: competition. <laughs> right, right, You're right. on the same team, that's and that's right. the
0: point. Exactly. You You shouldn't be competing with a girl like like a, a man competes with other men. You shouldn't at all. That's very, very bad you, you shouldn't You shouldn't be doing that at all, right.
1: you know, and if one of you is feeling left behind for one reason or another it's it's time to throw that out on the table and say look i'm I'm playing second fiddle here far too often. What can we do about that? Well, it looks like you need it, and like I've got an adventure, it looks like you need one too. Well, how can we rearrange the situation so I have my adventure and then it's right. up to that person too, to figure out what obstacles they might be putting up. In their own pathway, huh. right? That's stopping them. And then they have, you know, they're angry at you for getting in the way, but it's actually a consequence of them using you as a convenient excuse for not doing something difficult. Those things all have to be sorted through. It's very hard. Yeah. Like, these conversations are extremely difficult. It's no wonder people avoid them. I also think people are not taught to negotiate. Oh man. At all. They they and that's a that's a real shame. First Yup.
0: Well, again, a lot of people don't even know what they want. So how can you negotiate for what you want if you don't know what you want? Know yourself and you'll be the the victor of a hundred battles. Well, know yourself and you'll do well. Know yourself and your enemy and you'll be the victor of a thousand battles. So you have to understand what you want. You have to understand what women want. You have to understand that you're going to have to negotiate, right? Like, I know they say that um, like the man should just tell the girl what to do and and you know she should just do it, but that's not actually what happens in in real life that there are some compromises that have to be made it's just a matter of if you as the man are the only one making compromises and she's not making any, then I mean that says everything that says everything about the frame of the relationship right all right let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit all the notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Just click more in the video description. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Books. Go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the blog. Thank you so much for listening to my video, especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, guys, and I'll see you next time.